Hello and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show where I, comedian Rachel Wheelie, stomp a bike track in southwest London. I'm back. This is Freedom Day. I'm allowed out of my flat again. And uh, this is your daily opportunity to pay attention to what's directly in front of you. And I'm so delighted that what's directly in front of me is no longer pieces of furniture in my living room and my coffee table. Welcome to episode three, series 18 of Walk the Pot. It's the most beautiful day in the world here on the cycle path. The sky is a sort of beautiful light blue. There are fluffy white clouds everywhere. I can hear a drill in the background and traffic behind me. And I'm paying attention to what's directly in front of me. There's a tiny white butterfly, two tiny white butterflies uh, frolicking over yonder in some of the meadowy bit. There are people walking along in shorts and baseball caps and sun hats. It's a glorious day. Somebody walking towards me with a rainbow tote bag, which I like to think is a gay pride thing, but it might not be at all. Um, And I'm feeling so happy as little cabbage white butterflies circle around my head uh, to be out. It was really starting to get me down being stuck in my flat as it as it would. Nobody wants to be cooped up indoors with no option of going out. There's a slight breeze blowing on the on the cycle path today. Butterflies everywhere, actually. I've, I'm going to stop mentioning them because they're so everywhere. Um, and it's so nice to get out. I'm just walking past a bit of litter on the floor. It's this. It's a bottle of Magnum Magnum tonic wine. What on earth is that? It's Jamaican, apparently. I've actually never heard of tonic wine before. If you are familiar with tonic wine, please tell me what that is. Go to rachelwheelyisfunny.com. Leave me 59 seconds of your beautiful voice. Uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to ask Captain Tim to change walkthepod.com to, um, to uh, go to the Walk the Pod walking club so that I don't have to give you complicated addresses anymore. I can just say go to walkthepod dot com to join the walk the pod walking club which you can do if you want to very very excited about the small corner of the internet i'm forming there with all the walk the pod walking club legends including leaping lord stephen captain tim admiral john machin the mothership and leaping lord stephen (coughs) if if you guys are listening and you're the ones who are listening uh, you're, you're some of the first to listen. I know you are. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for walking with me. And thank you for bearing with me during the four episodes where I was not walking, really. Apart from circumperambulating my coffee table. Which, let's be honest, isn't the best walk. I, um, I was reading uh, Wanderlust by Rebecca Solnit last night. It's a glorious book. It's a very dense book. It's very, um, very well researched, very thorough. I actually find it quite difficult to read books like that. Admiral Machen actually sent me a different book for my birthday, very kindly, recently, which is called Re-Educated. It's Lucy Kellaway's account of moving from being a Financial Times columnist 
to being a teacher, uh, she also started a company called Teach Now in the process, which invites people who have done other careers to move into teaching later in life. And I absolutely demolished that book. I read it in a single sitting. It was amazing. She writes in a way that is it just flows like as a reader you just you just gallop through it and 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 I well there was no need to put it down I went to bed at half past one in the morning uh having finished it and I I aspire to be able to write uh that brilliantly Rebecca Solnit also writes brilliantly but it's a much slower process to read it um I find it I find it very slow going to read this book but it's also extremely pleasurable to read so I don't mind the fact that it's taking a long time. Anyway, that's a huge tangent to get to what I was actually wanting to talk to you about, which is the fact that in Wanderlust, Rebecca Solnit talks about the history of walking, and she points out at the beginning of the book that it's actually incredibly difficult to um, give a history of walking because, of course, it isn't something with a history that has been sort of... Like, there is no governing body for it. It's not like writing the history of something with an archive... Like if you were writing the history of the Royal Opera House, for example, you'd have you'd have an archive and you'd just go through it, you'd you'd order it and you'd tell the story of it. But walking, nobody's centrally writing all that stuff down. So she's had to piece it together from bits of writing, bits of Henry David Thoreau's Walden and um, uh, a walk on the Merrimack rivers, and and from Wordsworth's poetry and and looking through uh, what I was reading last night. She was talking about. Um, Jane Austen's uh, sort of obsession with walking, but it wasn't it wasn't so much Jane Austen's obsession with walking as just the fact that when Jane Austen was writing, walking was very much a kind of trendy thing to do. And one of the most brilliant bits uh, in in the book that I was reading last night was about um, galleries. Now, you have been to a gallery, and when you go to a gallery. You look at paintings, right? That's what galleries are for. But actually, originally, um, galleries were sort of the 18th century treadmill. If you've bought a treadmill during lockdown, and some of you will have, so that you can walk whilst not able to leave your house for very long during the winter, um, you should know that that the original galleries that, that now hold paintings were actually built... As a, as a solution to exactly that problem, um, people who owned big country piles would realise that they, they wanted to walk, but they, but they sort of got to a point where it was too cold and grey and mids to walk. And so they built themselves a gallery on, on, in their house in order to be able to walk indoors during the winter months. And, uh, and that's fascinating to me. I just, it just isn't something that I'd ever thought about. Is that actually how it happened? Am I simplifying it way too much? <coughs> I would be really, really fascinated to know whether that's actually what happened and how galleries uh, sort of came into the architecture of, of British country piles. Uh, there's also a load of very interesting stuff about um, how, if you imagine your country pile uh, sort of having like a garden and then outside of the garden there would be a park and then beyond the park there would be the farmlands of the sort of tenant farmers and part of the point of the park was to separate 
the garden of the landowner from the um, from the from the farmland, and and at a certain point, the gardens were walled off, and then somebody like Capability Brown or someone you know a landscape architect like that invented a ha ha, <laughs> which which is a big ditch essentially, and um, it's called a ha ha because when you came across it, you would go ha ha. Well, more likely, bloody hell, I think, is a Tom Stoppard quote from Arcadia, possibly, uh, about that. But, um, but yeah, so the ha-ha was, like, a thing that once it became an on-trend thing to have in your garden, everybody built ha-has and all the walls separating the gardens from the parks in England came down. And they just had ditches instead to keep the cows out and to keep, to keep trespassers from moving from the park into the garden it's all quite fascinating and um and one of the things i was thinking about when i was reading this was that walking might actually be quite an english um hobby or pastime you know like i feel like possibly walking has been like a real thing in this country in a way that it hasn't been um maybe in other countries like i sort of feel that if you live in an enormous country, just isn't really an option. But of course, of course it could be, because if you're walking locally, there's no need to get anywhere with that walk particularly. But I feel like in America particularly, the, the walking is not really a thing because you're gonna be driving because you, you can't get anywhere um, by walking because everything's too spread out. I don't know. I'm. <laughs> As usual, this is never going to be, my stuff is never going to be sort of actually properly researched or scientifically or historically accurate. And for that, I apologise. But what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to pique your curiosity in order to give you a starting point for maybe sort of looking into something that that you find interesting in what I have to say. Uh, It's not supposed to be an encyclopedic nourishing podcast and if it if if that was what you were here for you would have gone by now so i assume that that's fine with you guys uh as 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 has often as is often the case when i've been cooped up for a little while i have been just sort of talking incessantly on this episode because i haven't had a chance to really stretch my legs and talk to you properly for a few days it's not quite the same walking around my living room table and um I'm, I'm still fascinated by the connection between walking and philosophy. Like there does seem to be, there does seem to be like a proper connection between the fact that you can think better if you're, if you're also moving under your own steam. And I'll try and bring you a bit more on that at some point because I find it really interesting. Anyway, uh, that's, probably, that's probably enough for one episode. That's the end of episode three, series 18, Walk the Pod. It's my mission to get you away from your desk at lunchtime. So if you are using Walk the Pod as a, a prompt to listen to while you go for a walk at lunchtime, let me know. I'd be very interested to hear all about that. I think that it's very healthy to get away from your desk for an actual walk in the outside. Ideally in nature, if you possibly can. And that's what I'm trying to achieve via my small corner of the interweb, 
with this podcast, with the Walk the Pod Walking Club, uh, with everything. So uh, I'll let you know when you can find that in a more straightforward way. But for now, go to patreon.com forward slash Rachel Wheely is funny. You will get an invitation when you sign up to the Discord server, which is my small corner for discussion with the Walk the Pod Walking Club about all kinds of things, including walking, but not limited to walking. And if you if you go to Patreon and you look at it and you're like, well, I'm interested in joining, but I don't want to don't want to join under any of these tiers you've created. Tell me, I will make a new tier just for you. Uh, if you want to contact the show, you can email rach at rachelwheelie.com. There's another butterfly there. This butterfly is brown with orange streaks and white spots on its wings. It's really beautiful. Don't know what kind of butterfly that is. It will have a proper name. I'm afraid I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, email or you can go to rachelwheelieisfunny.com and leave me 59 seconds of your beautiful voice. So uh, please take care of yourselves and I'll be back with episode four tomorrow.